Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. I know I told you that we would talk about how to find wise counselors this week, but because of what happened just over the weekend, I want to put that off till next week and tell you about something special. Uh, this last weekend, I got to visit Asbury, Kentucky. So if you haven't heard about it already, there's a renewal or a revival that's been kicking off. So what I'm going to do is tell you a little bit about that. I was also in Washington, D.C. and in Indianapolis, which led to the drive three hours each way down to Kentucky to experience what's happening. And I get to tell you all about it. And here's what it's going to be for you is no more excuses. There's so many things that we talk about that we put off, we put off, we put off. Don't say one day, say today is day one. So I'm going to walk you through what to start doing, what to keep doing, what to stop doing. And then I've got some resources for you that are going to really help you if you want to grow with God and be a part of what he is doing all throughout the world. I'm reminded of this story where the king, as in that's God, Jesus is telling this story about the kingdom of God. And he says it's like a banquet or a wedding feast where he sends out and invites the guests that already had an access pass. And they say, no, I'm too busy. I'm building a business. I'm getting married. Uh, I'm going on vacation. And Jesus comes back and just invites and compels those in the highways, in the byways, on the street corners and says, will you come? I think that is what is happening right now. So let's just dive right in. I'm going to tell you about this. And there's show notes. You can find all of this written down. Heaveninbusiness.com backslash blog. You'll find that there. And once again, if you've got any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, andy at heaveninbusiness.com, and we will get back to you. So here's what I experienced and then what we can learn from this. Firstly, uh, a workshop in Washington, D.C. last week was super fun. Holy Trinity Church hosted us uh, with our friend Emma Sharma, and we had about 30 different business leaders and professionals. It, boy, is it fun doing something in Washington, D.C. When you ask somebody what they do, and they're kind of really, really cagey, and you work out, oh, you do something that I have don't have the clearance to tell you about. But what we got to see was people like a hair salon owner that suddenly realized I'm not just a hair salon owner. I'm not just a mum. I am an ambassador. I carry the presence and power of God everywhere I am. So everywhere I am becomes dangerous. That was one. Number two, we were in Indianapolis and I got to be a part of a Ken Fish event. So Ken Fish, Orbis Ministries, does these workshops, trainings, seminars. He's got an online school of ministry with a ton of resources. And he was doing a healing and deliverance conference one day. I got to be a part of that with a friend Brad in Indianapolis and it was fantastic. Not only the depth of training but the activation. Words of knowledge, people getting healed, people getting delivered. I got to see a guy that had a growth on the side of his neck that was restricting mobility so he couldn't move and he had lots and lots of pain. We prayed a couple of times and he's moving with no pain. We've had reports afterwards this the same as continued, and we want to just follow that ongoing. More to come from that. But then we heard about what was happening in Asbury. And Asbury is really close to Lexington, Kentucky. The name is actually Francis Asbury, who was a Methodist circuit rider 
in the early 1800s. And I encourage you to find out about him. Here's the thing. I'd been reading about him at the time through Robert Sliadin's books, God's Revivals and God's Generals. It's a bunch of revivalists, phenomenal stories. Peter Cartwright, who was like, these guys, crazy. They carried a gun and a Bible and knew how to use both because Kentucky back then was wild. So I got to be a part of that. I got to experience that. But more so, there is a history of things that are going on that are crazy exciting that I want to be a part of. Uh, there's other renewals or revivals that are kicking off. There's one in Georgia where there's a baptism revival where a friend of mine, his wife damaged her tailbone from giving birth. She went down there, gets baptized, and the moment she comes out of the water, all pain completely healed. So let's get to Asbury. What was it like? What did I experience? So I go in there. I'm about 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. And this is now, it started on Wednesday. I was there on Sunday. The chapel seats about 1,500 people. I would estimate it was about 70% full at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. And there is a single musician sitting at a piano on the stage playing worship. And literally, it was like it wasn't being led. It was just song after song after song that flowed in and out uh, for an hour and three quarters that I was sitting there, sitting, standing, worshiping, crying, and just the presence of God, Holy Spirit presence, just ebbing and flowing. And if I said to say one word, it was like a tendering, a tenderizing. It's like the Spirit of God is tendering us, which I would call renewal. He's actually reawakening, which what we love to hear about is the Great Awakening, First Great Awakening, Second Great Awakening in America. Go back and read about those because God is doing this again. Don't wait for it. It's happening now. So I got to experience that. I got to then go out, have a walk around, check out the Francis Asbury. There's a cool statue of a horse with him on it. He was a Methodist writer and revivalist. And then went back in. And at that point, they were starting to tell testimonies of what has been happening. So got hearing testimonies about a man with a metal brace on his knee. Some people just randomly pray for him. He gets completely healed. Another with a lady with a tumor. And that goes soft. People getting hearts renewed, reaching out with confidence to their friends. So many things going on. Now, I was talking to a friend, Bob Perry, of Workplace Prayer this morning, and he was there yesterday. So a couple of days after that, I was there, and he's saying it was continued. Like he, he was in there for two hours, same thing. Just worship that was going on and on and on. But you just love that environment where it's so full of peace and the Holy Spirit. So right now, as you're listening to this, I just released that same anointing over you right where you are, that the Spirit of God tenderizes your heart and renews and awakens you to a fresh walk with Him in all of life. So let's just jump fast forward into what some things I would encourage you to do. If you can go in and experience that, jump in, jump in the car, check it out. That's number one. But there's so much more that's going on. I'm reminded of the story of Jesus. Goes to a village and things break out. People getting healed, delivered, set freed, renewed. And then the next day, the entire village shows up at the door of where he was saying, saying, we want some as well. Come and minister to us. And they can't find Jesus. And finally, after a while, they find him. He's out the back, up in the sticks. He's praying. 
and they say, Jesus, where are you? Everybody is queued up in this chapel waiting for you. And Jesus says this, I am called to other cities also. What does that mean? Number one is lean in and participate in this and experience and allow that to wash over you. But don't stop what you're doing. Stay on assignment with where you are. The, the lawns that need mowing, the kids that need playing with, the dishes that need doing, the business that need building, all of that. But keep it and allow this to tenderize your heart in the process. So here's three things. Stop doing, start doing, and keep doing. Number one, what should you stop doing? Well, firstly, stop procrastinating. Say you will attend, read, pray, exercise, change toxic relationships. Do it today. Don't put it off. Stop saying, I'll do it one day and make today day one. Stop spending your money and time on what does not satisfy. Read Isaiah 55. That talks all about this. Any activity that puts distance between you and God or you and people is not okay. Cancel the subscription. Delete the app. Stop the daydreaming. Uh, my wife and I, oh man, it is so exciting what I'm watching and observing happen in her. But when that happens in her, it stirs me. It's like, oh my gosh, she's deleted that app, that little game on her phone. I'm convicted. Like just that use of time in and around and about. What am I doing? For us, every time we're in the car, that becomes our, it's like a trigger. That's our prayer time. Going to the gym, going home from the gym, going to get a haircut, going to the supermarket, all those little things. That time is not wasted time. It's intentional, which brings me to Stop listening and feeding on anything that doesn't lead to life. Just stop it. Cut it off. Stop the gossip. Stop the conspiracy talk. Stop teaching. Stop listening to teaching that leads to arguments and division. So there's things to stop doing. What should you start doing? Start making room for the Holy Spirit. Turn aside and tune in as you go about your day. In the car, with the client, on the lunch break, at the supermarket, Wherever you, go, wherever you are, lean in and listen and make that intentional time listening for his voice. You'd be amazed how much he wants to speak to you if you will listen. Uh, next thing, start a new level of surrender and commitment. Ask him what you need to know in any given situation, challenge or moment. For us, that looks like we just refixed our alarm in the morning of when we're going to get up together, of what we're going to do together, when we're going to go to bed. Now, I'm having a fight for that because there's so many other things that compete for my time and attention, but I've got to choose to do that. So I'm refresh starting and leaning into some of these things and then start intentionally increasing life-giving connection with God and with people. If, you, if you've got a God life, a prayer life, great. Lean in and increase it like fresh devotion, fresh surrender. Take responsibility for your time and prioritize that which inspires and challenges you to grow. We're going to give you some resources down below. There's going to be links in this show notes, but I encourage you to access that. Stop making excuses. Stop filling your time and your day with unnecessary lifeless things. Fill it with that which counts. And finally, keep doing this. Keep doing your day job. Don't just stop everything and run to some meeting, but actually stay engaged. Stay in the calling in which you are called. Not just staying in it, but do it with excellence. 
Playing with your kids is sometimes the most spiritual thing that you can do. Doing an excellent job with your work. Uh, like let the work of our hands praise him. And that testimony of how you work, regardless of the circumstances, is so powerful and valuable. So do it with excellence. Ask the Holy Spirit for strategies to serve better, represent him better, and keep growing. Grow in your business, grow in your activity, grow in your excellence, grow in your understanding. Uh, just yesterday, I was at the gym and intentionally listening to a new podcast on how to develop a YouTube channel. I'm watching this multiply and influence and how we're discipling people from all over the world just by watching or listening. So I'm leaning in and learning that and looking for how can I do that better? Holy Spirit, help me grow. I don't wanna just apply a set of principles or tools, but I'm listening to him in the middle of it and you're gonna watch this as you get to experience what's happening now and this channel begin to grow, the podcast that begin to grow as I'm intentionally partnering in alignment with my assignment. And then finally, look for opportunities everywhere to give your life away. Who can you encourage? Just pick up your phone right now, as long as you're not driving, and text someone, encourage them. Uh, if they ghost a voice message, leave them a prayer. Like just literally, pray and it's being recorded. You have no idea the impact of that when they listen to it again and again and again. Who can you offer to pray for? Where can you sacrificially give that is producing fruit? And finally, here's some resources to help you. Uh, firstly, uh, now these are just two primary ones and they're ones that I'm personally having learned from and know and trust myself. First one is Orbis Ministries with Ken Fish. He's got a weekly podcast called God Is Not A Theory. It is epic. The stories uh, of people that he's interviewing that go and minister at Burning Man, like a chaotic environment, see what God does. There's others that are, uh, there's these guys that are like geniuses with PhDs, but they move in the presence and power of God all across the states and around the world. Go and check that out. It's entirely free. The second one is Ken has got an online resources, uh, orbisministries.org. You can jump on there. There's a whole heap of free courses about how to identify and understand your spiritual gifts. It's about understanding and growing and healing in prophecy, uh, in words of knowledge, in deliverance. That is all there for free that you can access. And then you can go deeper with his training if you want to. So what else? Another one is Mike Connell Ministries. Now, the link is below. Mike Connell was my pastor for about a decade in New Zealand before he came to the States. I've traveled all over the world. I've heard countless speakers, like world-class. I still have not come across a teacher that can equip and activate you and train you from Scripture in healing, deliverance, the kingdom of God, hearing the voice of God, there's none that I've come across like Mike Connell and how he lays it out so scripturally, so practically, and then activate you to do the same. He does not know I'm telling you this, but jump on there and it is entirely free. It's ridiculous. Jump on there and make sure you give something so back into it so that those resources go further. But there's over 1,500 lessons, there's notes, there's booklets, there's videos, there's a whole heap of this so that you have no excuse. Jump onto that. 
And then finally, if you're a business person, if you're a professional and you want to partner with God in your workplace, that's what we do for you. Come and join us online, heavenandbusiness.com or in person. There's a bunch of events where you're not just going to get equipped and trained and connected, but you're going to meet others who are doing the same as you. What does it look like to partner with the presence and power of God in our places of work? And how do we then spill over to engage in the well-being of the cities that we serve? And we get to together see the kingdom of God advancing everywhere we are, which is ridiculously exciting. If you've got any questions or comments, please don't hesitate. Email andy at heavenandbusiness.com and we'll join with you again next week.